Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, where your humble, happy host, broadcasting live, as always, from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's going to be a great show, and I have a couple of really fantastic shout-outs when you're ready as well. And we have a really fun topic, and the topic are is are the habits you are needing to stop doing. In other words, things that the ten bad habits you must quit doing now uh, to be happy, to be successful, to stay focused. Um, and we thought of this topic because this time of year, it's completely and totally normal to use words to describe your emotional state like overwhelmed, to feel stressed, to feel this, that, and the other. And I want you to be very clear. This is a temporary emotional state. You will not feel like this uh, for long. It just comes and it goes. It ebbs and it flows. You have to remember, you guys, a lot of you are becoming very successful. You're becoming very productive. You're in the, you know, you're helping a lot of buyers and sellers. If you're new in real estate, you have that to look forward to. And it's normal for you to have to be in a situation where you're dealing with help, helping people deal through stressful things. Most people design their lives, a lot of you, well, hell, all of you, design your lives around experiencing the least amount of stress as possible. In other words, change or force change is something you try to avoid like the plague. That's the reason that when someone becomes one of our coaching clients, I totally and completely have respect for them because there's not that many people really that have the kahungas to say, look, I'm not happy with my current position in life and I want to actually change it and I'm finally willing to do what I don't want to do and I don't want to do it at the highest level which is the exact opposite of what most people do. Most people just want to have things be super easy, not have to actually make themselves uncomfortable. Don't they don't ever want to have to be in a position where they don't want to where they're doing what they don't want to do, let alone when they don't want to do it and certainly not at the highest level. So, for those right. of you guys who are coaching members, you get it. I salute you. But here's the thing I want all of you to remember. This time of year, it's normal to feel stressed. It's normal to feel overwhelmed. It's normal to feel all of that, because you're absorbing it from your clients. You're absorbing it from the agents. You're absorbing it from the marketplace. Um, most of your buyers and sellers are not emotionally conditioned to going through the stress that is associated with buying or selling a home. Some of you are still building your calluses for that. So be monitoring your own mental, emotional state that you don't just become a permanent sponge for these folks. A true professional and write this down, everyone, can show emotion without being emotional. Show emotion without being emotional. In other words, you don't have to just be some sort of cold son of a bitch about people's problems and act like you don't care, but you need to say things and do things, and then you need to refocus them on accomplishing this specific goal. Look, you guys are going to be coming across folks that need to sell houses in this upcoming changing economy that's being – they're having to sell a house – that they may have loved because they cannot afford it. And they're going to be mean and nasty even when you do a fantastic job. In real estate, that's called normal. You can't. You have to show emotion. So listen, Bob and Susie, I'm sorry that this is happening to you. I'm sorry you guys are in this financial situation. You know, it breaks my heart that you're going through this stress. But let's do this. Let's focus on getting the property sold so we can move you guys on to your next place. And, and then, you know, I know you guys are going to be a lot happier there. You can get all these stresses behind you and that type of thing. So what you guys have to do 
is you have to show emotion, but don't be emotional. Your jobs are not to be emotional. Your job is not to become their Dr. Phil. Your job is to basically perform for them. That's what they've hired you to do. That's what you get paid to do. If you guys find yourselves attracting a lot of drama into your lives, it's because you have yet to learn the importance of showing emotion without being emotional. So expect the feeling of overwhelm to be omnipresent in your lives for the next three or four months. It happens every year. It'll happen every year that you're in real estate. Normal. It's called spring and summer. It's called normal. It's called the stress of buying and selling. Congratulations. The fact that you are experiencing the stress tells me that you're experiencing opportunities, which is good. It's better than the complete opposite of having no stress, not feeling overwhelmed at all because you have absolutely nothing to do. <laughs> right? It's like so our Julie, navigation you some- says, you have arrived. It's normal. So it's supposed to happen for top producers. Don't fight it. It's okay. Go ahead. Yes, and the more stress you can – the more of that you guys can put up with, it actually becomes easier as long as you remember some of the things that we're sharing with you about showing emotion without being emotional. And you understand that real estate doesn't matter what market you're in, what economy you're in, what price range you're in. It goes through cycles. Even in boom, increasing sellers' markets, there's ebbs and flows. And I know what you guys are starting to feel. You're starting to realize that the ebbs and the flows, that you know, they're taking a little bit longer. In other words, there's obvious signs of a slowdown that's happening in the economy. Um, I'm not going to talk about it, but we're going to put some articles on the website, timandjulieharris.com, in the next couple of days, things I found on Bloomberg, things I found on other financial sites that reinforce the idea that there's going to be a slowdown in the economy that's not going to be uh, – housing isn't going to lead the economy into a recession like it did last time, but it's going to be a, uh, quote-unquote, beneficiary of the slowdown. So uh, be prepared. Um, for what's changing, what's happening. Help as many people as you can now. Make as much money as you can now. And uh, look, guys, we're going to lead you through whatever comes next. Don't be fearful of a changing market because, frankly, it's easier to make money in a changing market is, uh, than it is in a market like this. It is. By far, you guys, once you have the skill set, you guys will make more money, be able to help more people when the market's in transition than you, than you will be able to now. It's much, much easier to make money when, the, when it's more of a buyer's market or when there's people that are nervous and there's more listing opportunities and things like that. So, Jill, you have some emails you'd like to read. Yes. Uh, I'm going to start with Michael George from Facebook who posted an interesting post, and I think it's kind of a cry for help. I plan on calling him a little bit later. It is a copy of their postcard that they sent out using a very expensive postcard campaign. And in red, he writes, make the calls. And then how much he spent on the postcards, I believe, is what he's alluding to. Uh, He writes, think coaching is expensive? Ha, coaching is cheap. Not doing what your coach tells you to do is very expensive. Uh, he says, try not making regular calls to your past clients, past client that uh, you helped sell and buy several years ago and did a great job for, a past client who gave you a testimonial at closing and warmly received your calls when you did call them once once a year ago, a past client that you direct mailed and emailed once a month, just to remind them that you're still in the business, a past client that you cannot blame because you didn't keep in touch properly and just thought, ah, they'll call me when I'm ready. They like me. And he writes, fool, coaching is not expensive, not picking up the phone is This is above my desk now, so every day I'll be reminded the cost of not making the calls to people who will gladly and warmly receive my calls. I don't like making the calls. I don't like feeling like I'm bothering them, but I hate the sinking feeling even more. So, Michael George, kudos to you for being introspective, for posting your cry of help, 
and realizing that, yeah, I mean, I always say coaching is expensive if you don't do anything about it. It's super, super cheap when you do do what we coach you to do, and it's actually easier and less stressful to you. So I will be contacting you later to help keep you inspired, motivated, and give you some thoughts of what to do next. Okay, then we have uh, Don Stark emails. And he says, uh, and I'm going to edit this just a little bit. It's a little bit long, but I love this email. Don Stark, so anybody who has referrals for Centralia, Washington State, Don Stark is a great REMAX managing broker there. He says, I cannot begin to tell you how refreshing it is to listen and be part of this program. I hesitate to call it a program because I see it as more of a movement than the program or just as coaching. In my sordid past, I was a lender and never advertised, but only did word of mouth. And my best year, I did a loan every single day and made ridiculous money. But when the market crashed, I lost everything and was reluctant to get into the real estate sales because I saw thousands of bad agents and their bad behavior. And that ain't how I play ball. I jumped into the sales side five years ago and went to my broker and asked him how to build a business. His answer will shock you. Buy leads, and I can buy leads for you and collect 50% of the commission. Well, that's a recipe for disaster, and after changing brokers a couple of years ago, I again asked the recipe for success of my new broker, asked the same question, how do I get business? His answer two years ago, as well as today, is get listings. I asked him and the other agents in the office, and they could not tell me how they got three times as many listings per agent as every other office in this market. Was I ever disheartened to hear the stories of how they went to school with this person, and that office had been, and the office has been here for 30 years, and the broker knows everybody. People literally walk in and have them list and sell with nothing but a 30-second conversation. It's inspiring, and I've been clawing around to figure it out. Since joining this movement, i.e. coaching, I have gone from two listings to 10, and sales have tripled. My daily routine is not set just yet, and I'm aware of my need for time blocking. I also don't, ju- don't have the pre-listing package done or together yet, but I am presenting what I have, and my mindset has been realigned. I'm so excited for the next 10 years. He goes on to say, we are intentional and deliberate in our actions, have been putting into practice many of the things we hear. I've been trying to attend the daily broadcast, but think- I find that I'm very busy doing business and challenged to get time. I listen in the car, on the way in, and on the way home, and wandering about during the day. Uh, he's looking for a list on the website. We're going to reach out to him and make sure he knows where everything is on the website. Forgive me if this is redundant. I want to print them off. Particularly love the quotes by Napoleon Hill. I first read his book 49 years ago, and it changed my destiny. I think he's talking about last week's podcast on the 17 Principles of Success. Yeah, definitely. He's, he says, I'm praying for both of you and cannot overemphasize how grateful I am. Keep up the hard work of countering the lies that are thrown at us daily. Wish I had known years ago. Thank you for taking me on this journey from Don Stark. So back to you, Tim. And obviously, I've already emailed him back about getting that pre-listing package done. That kind of goes sure. without saying since he threw that out there. But I think that he demonstrates the whole buying leads thing didn't work and being focused and watching your mindset, all the things that we talk about. So back to you. So um, I had an interesting call, Julie, with a uh, return coaching client, uh, Lyndon, and I've oh, coached good. Lyndon on and off. I've coached Lyndon on and off for probably 12, maybe longer years, on and off. Mm-hmm. So Lyndon was in real estate, you know, went out of real estate, came back to real estate. So here's the inter- interesting thing. He's in Vegas, and he and I uh, were doing a deep dive into his marketplace today. Now, uh, Las Vegas is uh, one of those places that has, uh, you know, when it booms, it booms, and when it, you know, busts, it busts. And so he was uh, not understanding where the opportunity was. And you guys can do the same exact exercise in your own particular markets, and you will be equally as amazed as Lyndon was. 
So we went to – I actually used Zillow for this site or for this search because Zillow has um, – when you um, apply filters, you guys can go there. And when you go to the website and you put in your zip code, then they'll take you to the map, and then you'll see this two little things that says, you know, basically searching the types of properties. There's a little blue dot and a red dot. Click on that, then there's a pull down, and they remove basically everything. Remove the listed by agent, remove the pendings, remove this, that, and the others, and just leave the foreclosures, the pre-foreclosures. Just leave those two things. Um, in Linden's market, there were almost basically 3,000 uh, foreclosures and pre-foreclosures. Oh in Las Vegas. Now, this is a market right now where there's something like a 45-day supply of homes for sale. Now, I want you guys to listen to what I just said. There's basically, let's just agree, that there's less than a 60-day supply of homes for sale. The, um, there's a, it, Essentially, Vegas right now is in this hottest selling market, the best market to sell in the past 10 years. That's a fact. And yet, in Vegas, there's essentially 3,000 foreclosures or, or pre-foreclosures. I remember the specific number. There were 2,400 people in Vegas that are in pre-foreclosure. Now, here's what I know. The actual number is probably more like 5,000 because what happens is is they only get reported as a pre-foreclosure in Nevada after they've missed three payments, and actually it might even be longer than that. Do you guys wow. see what I'm getting at here? There is a huge opportunity in every single marketplace. You just have to look for it. And yet, what do you guys do? So many agents, they'll say, oh, there's no leads. I have to buy leads. I'm going to run some pay-per-click ads. I'm going to do all these passive things. And yet, if you guys just know how to look and where to look, you're going to see opportunity is everywhere. There's no scarcity of opportunity. There's no scarcity of folks that need your help. There's no scarcity of money you can make. There's a scarcity of you knowing how to find the leads, and there's a scarcity of you knowing what to do with the leads once you find them. Those things are true. But guys, stop hiding your heads in the sand about all the folks around you that need help. So Lyndon's example, the one that's going back to Vegas, those, let's assume there's at least 2,400 folks that are in pre-foreclosure. Those are 2,400 people that basically are on their way to losing their houses. They probably missed two or three payments, and they probably just need to do short sales. Not all those people, and I know this will sound counterintuitive, but it's true, not all those people are underwater in their mortgages. Some people, guys, if you've not been in the business for a long time, I know this will seem really weird, but some folks are actually in foreclosure having missed two or three payments, and yet they have plenty of equity in their house. You guys get what I'm getting at here? True. Get into your marketplace. Know what's going on. Now, I didn't. Lyndon and I didn't even talk about the number of expireds in his market. Remember, hottest seller's market in 10 years. Oh, my gosh, things are flying off. There's no listings. There's no inventory. We can't find anything. Buyers are going up asking price. And for every one listing for sale, there's 20 offers. And yet, there are at least 2,400 free foreclosures. And yet, you guys see the disconnect? Now, there's another interesting article, and we're putting this on our site as well. Bloomberg came out with a report today. Uh, I think they got this information from Trulia, actually, that uh, essentially the number of uh, major cities in the United States that have reached their uh, – essentially what that properties were worth in 2007 is less than 5%. Even the hottest markets in the country have not fully, quote-unquote, recovered to the values they were in 2007. You guys hear a lot about cities in Texas. You hear about Dallas, for example. Well, Dallas is one of the best – Cities for uh, uh, re-inflation uh, of home values. San Francisco is another one. But Val uh, uh, Dallas is still 5% off what the values of the properties were 10 years ago. San Francisco. You guys heard of stories of open houses in San Francisco where people wrap around the block and you know people are offering you know uh, 
uh, what do they call Priuses, just to get a seller to write uh, to accept their offer over somebody. Else. I mean, all these crazy things happen, and yet in San Francisco, those values aren't fully. Uh, regained as well. So that tells you, or it should tell you, that when there's an adjustment in prices, folks that bought 10 years ago that still haven't regained their equity position, those are, and if they have to sell, they're going to be entering into a state of distress as well. You guys get my point here? I mean, for those of you who don't see the opportunity all around you, it's just you just not knowing where to look. It's all around you. Stop thinking there's, there's a mystery to this. There isn't. There, in every market, in every market condition, in every interest rate environment, in every economy, in every price range, and everywhere, there is always money to be made once you know how to help people. You know, not everyone needs help in the same way, so it's your job to learn how to help the most folks how they need help. In a market that's transitioning like what we're experiencing now, you're going to have normal first-time buyers. Great, easy, if you can buy them a property. And then you're going to have first-time sellers, downsizers, upside. You're going to have all that. That's all the traditional stuff. Start venturing into the other non-traditional things because those are where the opportunities are in a transitioning market. Um, so, guys, open your minds and be thirsty, hungry, be absolutely rabid for the opportunity that's right in front of you and learn how to go find it. Um, Julie, that would be a good topic for your daily premiere coaching call, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, absolutely. And, and just to tie in just a quick email sentence from one of our premiere clients where we have been talking about different ways of finding inventory and losing the myth and the belief that there's nothing to find and all that kind of thing. Yeah. One of our premier coaching members from uh, Connecticut wrote, thanks for your tips on creating inventory just today from the Zillow Make Me Move category, as well as the Zillow uh, for Sale by Owners, I generated four real leads. Now I plan to convert them into listings. That's one day's worth of work. Just think about that. So basically, I think what we're saying is we don't want to hear the whining and crying and complaining that you can't find anything because it's right. out there. Okay. Now, is it always in your MLS? No, not no. yet, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Look harder. Okay. I mean, what if when you got your license, they didn't just say, here's the keys to the MLS, here's where you'll find property, but instead they said the MLS is one of several tools and techniques you'll need to use in order to make the amount of sales it requires for you to meet or exceed your goals. Well, your mindset would be a lot yep. different if somebody would just say that to you. So that's what we're saying to you. We did. That's <laughs> we what Julie just said. Okay. It's just one tool <laughs> for crying out loud. Yes. Right. So, guys, look, you're surrounded by opportunity. Those of you who are listening to us for the first time and you've been told to buy leads like Don was when he first joined his first brokerage. Don, go buy leads or I'll buy them for you and I'll take half your commission just because I bought you a stupid lead. Come on, guys. See it for what it is. That's just the easy – or at least it's the perceived easy button. And it just what it is really, truly, it's because agents don't know what to do. They don't have the skill set. No one's told them basically what to do or what to say because maybe the office managers and the brokers don't know either. Guys, get your skills on and the market's going to pass you by. You know, before maybe we were in a relationship-type market, but now we're entering into a skills-type market. So, look, we're giving you – remember I started a show last week, and I said if you knew for sure that the market was going to be completely different – six, seven months, 12 months from now than it is now, if you knew for sure that there was going to be a big slowdown, or if you knew for sure interest rates were going to go up, you know, absolutely positively beyond a shadow of that, what would you be doing differently now? You know, I like asking that question of myself because it really cuts through the bullshit, doesn't it? You know, and then the, the trailing question on that one is, what would you stop doing? What is it that you're doing right now that if you had an opportunity to know for sure what the change in the market was going to be and when it was going to happen, what would you stop doing now? 
the stop doing list is pretty damn long for some of you, and the start doing list is pretty obviously short because you know what you would do. You start getting your skills on. You'd learn what you have to do. You'd learn how to focus on the folks that already have their hands in the air and say, I want to list my house. Our focus is on teaching how do you guys how to be top drawer, absolute kick-ass listing agents. Sure, buyers are part of the equation, but everything stops, ends, begins, everything with listings. So when you guys have listings, you have freedom. You have leverage. Focus all your best energies every single day on that. So, Julie, let's get to our topic. All right, you got it. So we're talking about habits to quit now. You know, I think agents and people in general focus on habits they want to build. Today we're talking about habits you want to lose. So when you quit doing the wrong things, you can make more room for the things that do make you happy and perhaps adding some new habits so first, let's dump some yucky ones. Number one, stop procrastinating your goals. Some people will dream of success. What's the difference between a dream and a goal? A goal is a dream with an action plan. Some people actually wake up and work towards their goals. Action and change are resisted when they're needed most. So get a hold of yourself and create some discipline. This, by the way, is what we do in the real estate treasure map, just saying. Putting together, uh, I'm sorry, putting something off instantly makes it harder and scarier. What we don't start today won't be finished by tomorrow. Think about that Facebook posting. Hasn't been calling past clients. Had something happen, kind of reminded him of that. The more you put it off, the bigger the task becomes. So there's nothing more stressful than the perpetual lingering of something that's unfinished. The secret to getting ahead is to get started. Starting by itself is usually enough to build momentum and keep the ball rolling. A lot of you guys have goals from your treasure map. Start following the steps. It's not enough to just post them. You have to take action. The small steps will add up, and you'll actually get those things a lot faster than you thought you would. And I have a note here to read uh, Getting Things Done. That's a great book. People, I mean, it's so used. They call it GTD. So that's got a lot of uh, great, helpful things. And I always use the mantra, I'm a doer. I do things now. I get things done to get things done. So stop procrastinating. It's a terrible bad habit, and it, it's just putting off your income and your success. Anything you want to add to that point, number one, Tim? Well, to be honest with you, I didn't like that book. I thought it was too analytical, but I know a lot of people <laughs> did. I, well, I didn't. I mean, a lot of coaching clients like that book, I, and I suggested it to folks. But, I mean, I'm remembering that book was all the rage a while ago, and I personally thought it was, you know, you know, it was too analytical, too many charts and graphs and all the rest of the softwares and the CRMs. It's, you know, getting things done – as easy when you focus on the things that are going to get you paid, which is lead generation, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. And if you stick to what we suggest of doing, you know, basically have three to five minimum standards that you're going to hold yourself to accomplishing every single day, no matter what happens, and we talk about those and go listen to past podcasts, we talk about what to do, pretty much everything else, frankly, if you never, I mean, a lot of the things that you think you need to get done, you don't need to get done because they're not the actual things that are going to put you in a position to help people make money. Real estate is a painfully easy business to be really, really successful at if you just focus on what matters. The problem is, is a lot of you guys love to be distracted because it's your uh, vehicle for procrastinating. That's what a lot of these big projects are. I need to get my this together, my that together. I need to do this. I need to do the other thing. And then I'm actually going to start doing the things I don't want to do and I don't want to do them at the highest level. <laughs> you guys are all guilty of that, aren't you? Well, the moral of the story is that's just an elegant way to procrastinate. So point number two, Julia, I really like this one. Quit blaming others and making excuses. Uh, stop blaming others for what you don't do or don't have or what you feel or don't feel. Extreme ownership is the key, and that's the main thing, guys. Write that down, extreme ownership. 
When you blame others for what, is, uh, what you're going through, you deny responsibility and you perpetuate the problem. Stop giving your power away and start taking responsibility for your life. Blaming is just another pathetic excuse. Ooh, Julie was fired up when she wrote this. Mm-hmm. And making excuses is the first step towards failure, and, uh, and you and only you are responsible for your life choices and decisions. I think you wrote that pretty precisely, and we don't need to pontificate. But really the bottom line is, <laughs> okay. is the, the middle part of what she said? Extreme ownership. Own everything. Own everything. Don't blame anybody. Don't blame politics. Don't blame your broker. Don't blame your office manager. Don't blame the quality of your leads. I mean, your leads suck if you're buying them. That's just the way it goes. That's part of the deal. You're buying leads, they suck. That just is the way it's supposed to work. You know, that's the reason you have to learn to generate your own. It, you know, you guys don't like working buyers. Well, that's your fault too, because you never have learned how to go after listings. You guys understand what I'm getting at here? Extreme ownership. Next point, Julie. Next point, quit trying to avoid change. You guys are right on the edge. Markets are starting to change. We're already seeing some of you avoid it. Cut that out. If nothing ever changed, there would be no sunrise the next morning. Keep that in mind. Most of us are comfortable where we are, even though the whole universe is constantly changing around us. Learning to accept this is vital to our happiness and our general success. Because when you change, you do grow and you begin to see the world that you didn't know was possible. Don't forget, however good or bad a situation is now, it will change. That's why we always say, it's too soon to tell. That's the one thing you can count on. So embrace it. Realize that change happens for a reason. It won't always be easy or obvious, but in the end, it will be worth it. And I think the main thing is knowing what is changing and how you're going to benefit and how you're going to help people just a quick reminder, I'm going to do this on almost every call. Your, your go-to script right now, as your markets start to change, is, yes, it's my pleasure to help you. Let's meet tomorrow and discuss a game plan. And then you can send out a, you know, wave a white flag to us in coaching and say, hey, I have no idea what, this is, what I'm supposed to do here. But you always say, yes, it's my pleasure to help you. Back to you, Tim, and I've got to get ready for Premier. I'll let you wrap up the next point. Sure. Quit trying to control the uncontrollable. If you try to control everything and then worry about the things you can't control, you're setting yourself up for a lifetime of frustration and misery. Some forces are out of your control, but you can control exactly how you react to those things. Everyone's life has positive and negative aspects. Whether you're happy or it depends greatly, uh, whether you're happy or not depends greatly on which aspects you focus on. The best thing you can do is let it go and. Um, and what you can't control and invest yourself in the things you can control, like your attitude. Um, it's see what was the, there's, there was a great book actually, uh, don't sweat the small stuff and it's all small stuff. There's a great book for you guys to uh, get if you want to have a follow up on that. But really again, you guys, if you're starting to thread all these thoughts together, you're realizing that if you truly do hold yourself accountable to the three to five minimum standards every single day, when other things flare up in your lives, and remember what I told you guys, this time of year is normal to have drama. It's normal to feel overwhelmed. It's normal to feel stressed. It's normal to feel a little bit out of control. But the way you reel yourself back in emotionally is you just keep yourself focused on the three to five minimum standard things that you're going to absolutely kick the ass of every single day. And all the other things that, that basically aren't one of those three to five things, you're going to find that quickly as you start building listing inventory, as you start making more money, you're going to start seeing them for what they were. And what they were were basically self-imposed roadblocks to your success. So a lot of those little projects you guys take on, you know, this time of year I worry about many of you because you guys are so seduced by the stage monkeys, the gurus, the snake oil salesmen. They come in many, many different forms, and they're all trying to sell you one form of the easy button or another. And, and guys, look, I, you know, I had a call yesterday with one of you. One of you emailed me, had a question, a problem. I called you up. I hopefully helped you. And it was interesting on this call, he said he has uh, been, you know, he was with 
two or three of our uh, other coaching companies, and he learned how to work at centers of influence and past clients. He was dropping off little tchotchke craps every month, and guess what? That didn't work. And then he went with another coaching company that told him it was all about social networking and all this other stuff, and guess what? That didn't work. And, and there was some other, I forget what it was, company I never heard of. And then he said he started listening to our podcast. And it was funny because, first of all, he was being really honest and introspective, which I always respect. And he said uh, he was denying what we, he wanted to listen. I guess there was enough in the podcast uh, when he started listening that he enjoyed them. And then he heard us say that doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level thing, which you guys hear us say all the time. And he said for months he rejected that. And then he started realizing that that was the very thing that's held him back from accomplishing his, his goals in life. Uh, that's true for all of you guys, if you're being honest. If you're really, truly being honest, if you look at to why you're not necessarily where you want to be in life, it's because you have refused to accept the simple tr- the fact that your ever-increasing success does come back down to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And everything that you've ever accomplished that was meaningful, that, that basically resulted in true success in your life, came on the other side of doing what you didn't want to do when you didn't want to do it at the highest level. You guys cannot think of a single example where that's not true. So you already know, basically, when you want, you know, what you want in life is on the other side of a lot of work, is on the other side of a lot of work that you don't want to do, you know, and it usually sucks. You already know that on the other side of that is what you want, and you're surprised that when you basically don't accomplish your goals, you're surprised. Oh my gosh, I tried this, I tried the other thing, and and yet you've already experienced in your own lives the truism about the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Guys, go to what you know. Go to what you know. Is true. Stop fighting your natural, you know, experience in life, and stop looking for the easy button. All these, you know, stage monkeys, gurus, snake oil salesmen, their whole mission in life is to leverage the fact that you guys have this desire to make things easy, to hit the easy button and not have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And they're going to sell you crap that's going to play into your complacency and your laziness. You guys have got to have the courage to say hell no. And when they call trying to sell you leads, it's hell no. It's not just maybe. It's hell no, bye-bye. Don't feel sorry for them. (laughs) Say bye-bye. And the only way you're going to have courage doing that is when you know you can self-generate your own listing leads, and you know it's true. So stop procrastinating it. Listen, guys, if there's anything we can do for you, please email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. If you guys would like a free coaching call, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And obviously when you do so, we're also going to give you those six free books that you see on the form that you fill out when you go to the website. If you're on timandjulieharris.com right now, you can just scroll to the bottom of the post, the article that you're listening to right now, and you can just fill out the form and schedule yourself for a free coaching call. Guys, if you've been waiting to be in the right place at the right time, you're there. Now it's up to you to take the right actions. Stop procrastinating. Go back to Julie's first point. Quit procrastinating your goals. Guys, we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. If you need us for anything, reach out. We're always here for you. We got your backs. Have a great day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.